Hey, what's up, people out there in the universe? You're in the rah-rah room with OG Willikers, episode 7. Today's extra super duper duper special guests are one of my favorite MCs in New Mexico. No, scratch that. One of my favorite MCs in the country, Defi. And as if that wasn't enough, we have the Southwest-based trip-hop artist that no one single state can hold down, Meganoki. They're dropping by to talk about their tour kicking off this week. The 2017 Southwest by West Coast run. We're also going to have fellow outstanding citizens, collective MCs, Fluid and Benzo here with me to co-host. Before we get started, let's do a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, Boxcar in Santa Fe. Live music, full bar, and the kitchen is open late. Now let's get to this interview. Yo, we're live in the rah-rah room. Yep. With our extra, extra special guests, Defi. Yep. Say what up. What up, y'all? Peace, peace, everybody. Yeah. And Megan, okay. Hello, hello. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Um, in addition, we got our uh, our OC crew in the house. What's up, what's up? Benzo. Hey, hey. Fluid. What's up, what's up? All right. But today's not about them. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. All right, so uh, let's let's do a little introduction to our special guests here. Um, you know, I could talk about your tour, but I'd rather you guys just jump right in. <clears throat> you want to talk about the tour? Oh, cool. sure. Yeah. Um, so we're headed out tomorrow. Uh, it's a uh, it, we should nine nine shows we're going to be doing in, over the next yeah. week and a half. We'll start in Las Cruces um, the 18th, then we head to Tucson the 19th. Phoenix, the 20th, LA, the 21st, Vegas, the 22nd, Flagstaff, the 23rd, back to Albuquerque, the 24th, Dang. Up, up here in Santa Fe, the 25th, yeah, yeah. Um, 26th, we, we might take a day off or we might do something else. I'll keep going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then we're going to finish in Shiprock on the 27th. Awesome, awesome. Uh, where in Shiprock are you going to play? Uh, there's a new venue that just opened in Shiprock, so you guys could probably get a chance to perform there as well as any New Mexico artist. It's called Asterix. It's oh, cool, um, cool. south side of Shiprock. They just recently opened it uh, maybe like a few weeks ago. Oh, this, cool. This year, actually. So. All ages. Nice. Yeah, all ages. Old, all ages. What's the name of the tour? Um, the name of the tour we came up with is just basically the south, Southwest by West Coast tour run. So it's just our, our first run of the year. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, good way to start off. Yeah. Go see the ocean and back. Mm -hmm. Ocean to, back to the desert. Mm -hmm. yeah, this nice, is our, nice. our second time touring together. We toured last spring. Um, we did some shows in the Southwest together as well. So. Nice. Yeah, you're both very active. Very active. Um, yeah, and then I just have to say it, the 25th, we're doing here in Santa Fe, and that's that's going to be all of us together actually the whole room's going to be performing that night uh at the underground so be sure to go there wolfman jack will be there also oh, oh. uh wonky's going to be doing some live art <laughs> what else we got we got dj cap he's going to be there yes. doers are, are will be there. excellent host mm -hmm. mandy jackson mandy jackson yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to Doer. Shout out to Mandy, man. She's she's a dope MC and a dope DJ. I love her sets. Then the fact she could DJ and spit, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, she's on it. She she's she's dope. 
She's dope. If you don't know, do her. Check episode three. <laughs> <laughs> plug, 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 right? plug, plug, plug. Nah. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Well, let's talk more. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, so you're DIY artists, independent. You do it all yourself. This tour, who's your booking agent? We are. Yeah, <laughs> we're our own booking agents. <laughs> she booked most of the dates for this run. I helped fill in whatever she couldn't um, get a hold. You know, sometimes promoters are so busy or they get booked so quickly. Um, but we were fortunate enough to land everything. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. That's great. Yeah, and and so tight like that. It's it's rare to see a tour with no days off like that and, and not even on purpose. It's just that shows fall through, you know, just you have to really be on top of it to be able to do that. Yeah. So that's cool. You know, that's that shows your skills and uh, also enthusiasm. People want to work with you. So that's really cool. That's great. Awesome. Um, let's see. What, what other questions can we ask you guys about this tour? Um, so I've got a question. I mean, you guys said you haven't recorded yet. When, uh, <laughs> are there any plans after the tour, maybe, coming together? Yeah. Future plans in the work for that? Or what's up? Tell us a little bit. We have about four songs in the works right now. We've talked about doing it as an EP, you know, or I might make it part of my next album. I haven't really decided yet. They're all beats by Riddler, um, who's one of my main producers. Um, so... But we're we're probably be performing some of them on the tour. We did we did perform together some of those songs back in September, but we just haven't recorded them yet. Oh, that's awesome! I can't wait to hear it. I know uh, you're both very collaborative artists. Um, that track you did with uh, Mega Ran, he's one, <laughs> he's one of my 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 heroes. He, you know, because I'm a nerd. I love my comic books. Yeah, definitely show show him the comic books. Yo, check out his comic book collection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet video element. This is great. All right, cool. So yeah, so you know he he's I appreciate him because he likes hip hop and he's also a nerd. And me coming up in hip hop was kind of hard because I didn't know about the nerdcore stuff until later after I started rapping. And I'm like, what defines me as an MC? I don't define myself as nerdcore, but I it made me realize how open the world of hip hop is. Mm. And, I found, you know, finding your niche, your niches out there. Mm-hmm. And he's from Philly, and we got love for our homies in Philly. Mad people in Philly. What up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, and then, you know, I, I just uh, got this iTunes music account, you know, Apple Music account, and I, I looked you up, and I thought I knew your discography, man. And it's like, what, he did this with who and this and this? It was like 10 albums in the last five, <laughs> six years. Uh, so, you know, you guys are both really pushing it out there and that's cool and uh, what this podcast is about is diy artists you know and what how we do it ourselves mm-hmm. also dit and we're talking we talked about this today dit do it together, it together. oh nice yeah. i like that yeah it's collective to build I, I believe that it takes a community and and being able to be present with people like defy and megan i mean it's a, it's an opportunity that i think the world needs to see and the people who are seeing it need to be involved so that there's a community that everybody can see. So it's a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, to be surrounded by, you know, such thriving and ambitious artists and especially have a place like this where we can <clears throat> all work together and shine. So um, well, I think it's important to remember as a DIY artist that you do need to reach out to your community and network and access the people that are around you, you know, because mm-hmm. there are so many different talents 
out there, you mm-hmm. know? It's a matter of, like, what you're saying, organizing and accessing what's there, you know? And mm-hmm. I've definitely tried to do that, you know, when I was in Austin. But then as I've toured and reached out, I've tried to, um, you know, work with people in all the different communities. So I'm not just building a fan base, but also, like, a community to come back to. And, and I do feel that when I tour. Like, I feel like I'm, like, coming home to, like, many different cities, you know, because I have so many friends, yeah, like, you know, that are, like, excited to see me and people that support me and you know like that's just that's one of the beautiful things about touring Def Five and excited about this tour and talking about it because yeah. we do have so many friends and people that support us um, yeah. and to go out and just like day after day get to feel that love and support is and isn't that cool because it's, it's rare yeah right mm-hmm. in a day where everything's so easy and accessible mm-hmm. the fact that people do make that effort and the fact yeah. that people do come out support show mm-hmm. give love mm-hmm. you know buy a cd yeah give you a hug whatever it may be i mean i don't know it's it means everything right it and does so i kind of leaves me with my I have a question for you like and just in terms of artists and and uh, going on tour and because i'm not you know i'm not super familiar with all that but i want to ask is uh what are the biggest struggles that you guys deal with while you're doing these and you know the production of doing things on tour and making these shows happen what are some of the biggest struggles that you guys encounter Mm, lack of money (laughs) 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 yeah just getting funding and support on that level um especially diy that's like you know if you got to have the money you got to come up with the money and work for it between tours you know because um it's pretty hard to make money in music um especially as an independent artist and so you have to be very resourceful um, make a lot of sacrifices you know that make it possible that's it i started touring um because i moved into my van about two years ago mm-hmm. um it's a little like motorhome converted you know ride but um it makes it possible for me to tour because my living expenses are lower Mm -hmm. so instead of needing like a bunch a bunch of money i need less money and so it makes me more capable right and i think i remember defy you said something a while back and and it just always stuck with me that it's it's about the journey um yeah yeah definitely talk talk to me about that you know what what does that mean to you I think in the first couple years of touring and getting your name out, you may not get the turnouts you expected or hoped for. So the journey of, um, you know, not just the destination, destination being, you know, the show, but like enjoying your day in these new places that you travel to and getting to meet new people, experiencing different food, um, seeing a lot of different art in each different city, trying to experience a little bit of each cultural setting is a big part of the tour and especially if you just want to have a good time and not focus on waiting until people show up to your to your to your um performance time so that helps you keep a positive mindset when you're on the tour and like yeah first couple years of trying to get out of state and getting your name out it takes a lot of work and consistency too so not giving up but then yeah enjoying the journey is a big part of it Mm -hmm. and especially if you love to travel if you love to travel like we do um we were just talking about it like hey getting a chance to travel and do what we love is a blessing in itself so we're um just being fortunate and thank thankful i mean that you get you get the chance to do so so i'd say you know like every artist out there doesn't like waiting at, or doing sound checked 
um, because basically and waiting around the whole time because right. you're you're doing sound check and then you gotta wait until your set time and that's that could be kind of a stressful time you know you get right, it's pretty right. tense too because anxiety. you're like you get anxiety a little yeah. bit because you're like yo are people even there yet or you might look out from the green room if there's a green room and be like well there's not that many people here so that having those kind of experiences as a diy or dit artist at the beginning stages of your tours um kind of almost can mess with your mind enough to throw you off tries to throw you off but then again it could just be a test you know like yeah. it could be a test for the most high being like do you really want this you know well mm -hmm. if you do then you're gonna have to meet me halfway and <laughs> being doing that mm -hmm. is part of the journey too so yeah. like the journey as yeah, a huge is a huge well, part yeah i just say this is really admirable to see you two you know be so productive and and all the things you do and it's almost like how do they do all that? You know, how do they put all this together? Is this so? But I think that that's a great explanation in terms of like you're doing it because of the experience and to meet these people, but not just to meet them, but to enjoy the the cultures and heritages and all the traditions that come along from meeting those people. Um, but I've just always admired that about you know both of you guys and what you're doing, and that's really cool that you're going on tour now. You're about to bless multiple cities with all your music, art, and expression. Um, I have a few friends in Las Cruces, so I'm hoping that I can get them to go check y'all out. Thank you. Um, and we can get uh, my friend Drew uh, to get some heads out there. So I'm excited to see what happens and, 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 and all that. Yeah. So I'm curious. <clears throat> hot potato. Um, yeah, hot potato, back and forth. I'm curious for, from, especially, you know, Defy, I've been listening to a lot of... Um, Shields for raining shadows. Shields for raining arrows. I'm sorry, raining arrows. My apologies. We'll rewind that. That could be part two. You know, as a as an MC myself and somebody who appreciates lyrics, you know, I've always been vastly inspired by you as an MC, and just in awe, honestly. So thank you. You know, talk to me about a little bit of, of inspiration in terms of your lyrics. And um, one thing that I'm really interested in is uh, the conversation of flow versus uh, content. Okay. You know, and, and what where does the weight lie, you know, okay. in terms of, of the structure and how you create. And um, I don't know, you don't have to give away any secrets because I know that's part of it and that's part of you. And... You know, it, it, but it, I just, I'm curious. Yeah, well, rhythm, and that's the other thing is like, uh, what you're interested in is like, we're all built of rhythm. We're all built of patterns. And, and so how does that play a part in both of your music? Like, you know, I, I, I try to reflect a lot of things as, as an artist, but like in terms of your your music, how how does like rhythm and, and you know, those things play a part in, in your style or your techniques? Like, what do you, what inspires you you know to to create or formulate those those patterns okay uh i, I got inspired a lot from um you know megan Oki says she works with project bloat producer riddler i've also inspired from project bloat mcs so when it comes to like technical rhyme schemes i grew up um i listened to a lot of different kinds of hip-hop not just the east coast or west coast or down south gangster rap or conscious mm -hmm. rap but trying to take it all in and Finding your style from there, to, uh, I mean, not necessarily bite from other people, but, you know, you learn a lot from the greats yeah. and legends. Oh, of course, um, of course. Some of my big inspirations as far as MCs go 
would be Micah Nine from Freestyle Fellowship, Project Blow at Haikuta Tot, um, Magic Heart Genies, Percy P, the Rhyme Inspector from the East Coast. He's kind of like a, one of the unsung rap heroes in my mind. Um, there's so many artists out there that I listen to that uh, could probably just go on forever. But I got inspired, too, when it comes to rhythm, and you're talking about putting it all together. I started out as a drummer, so that really okay. played a big part, playing, being right. a percussionist in a band and then a yeah. jazz band. That's funny, because I think the drums in yeah. school, too. Yeah. So and you guys yeah. both have fast, intricate flows. This is both the things that you share. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. curious yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. And, and he specifically has a song that I listen to that I'm just like, how, how? How, uh, dude. I mean, I right think now. I rhyme fast. I really do. It's one of my things. I'm like, no. I can do that really well, but I listen to that and I'm like, no, there is a master out there that you know, you know, you know really you tame know, it. Something's it, good when you, when you listen to it and after you're like, I want to write. It's amazing. That's true, you know, yeah. It's, it's inspirational. So, I mean, in, in I terms the of drums. you too, like, what's your, you know, where's your rhythm background? What inspires you with your, your music in terms of that? Um, well, um, I before I started making music, I considered myself a dancer. Okay. Completely, you know, and so I was definitely, you know, have worked with music most of my life. Um, but you know, hearing it and feeling it like through the body, and so then when I started, you know, writing music and working with it in that way, I do feel like that definitely influenced the way that I write you know the space that I leave in between words the flow of things um and really um I mean the beats are what inspire me um I didn't wasn't really even making music before I met Riddler and um and he has been one of my big uh supporters and one of the things he did was give me access to all of his beats um, and it allowed me, you know, he has a vast library, um, and it allowed me to really, like, go through and feel out and get to where, you know, now, like, in the first bar, I know if a beat is something that's going to make me want to write or not, you know. Um, so he's, he's kind of a mentor. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Mm-hmm. Could also add to what your question, too, going back to the, um, when you asked about flow versus content right. and how it like it all weighs out well one of my I, I was also a poet for the beginning stages of um rapping and stuff and one of the poetry teachers dropped a gem on me and she said don't let the rhyme carry the message let the message carry the rhyme mm-hmm. and so because wow. before i would always just focus on stretching out this rhyme scheme as far as i could and probably would just say the most random things right. but then you have to find that balance there to where like oh well it's important to rap about concepts, not right. just whatever r- the random subjects come to mind, which is cool too. I mean, that's there's a definitely an art and a and a path for that. But if you want to write a song about this or that, then you know you gotta have to include your message. So that's that's one of the secrets she shared with me. And ever since that moment, I kind of like try to balance it out and be like, okay, I'm falling off here with the content, so maybe I should just switch up the rhyme scheme. And yeah, just seeking out different pathways, but that's a that's a good way to go about it. Yeah, that's sure. funny because I I was sitting with Benzo in the car the other week, and we've been freestyling a lot together because we've been working together a lot. And I said to him, I go, man, I go, you know, we've been pushing, we've been freestyling and freestyling and freestyling, and it's all just been about that, you know, keeping that flow going and keeping the flow. And I said, we got that. <laughs> now the con I said don't even worry about it. The content's there. Now just say what you want to say. And yeah. it just works. And it's it's a whole different approach. That's and I cool. think 
I think it matches, you know, that same thought or idea of what you're saying is, you know, you focus on the content and the rhyme will happen. And that's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, I feel that. But um, that's awesome, man. Thank you. I, I think that it's important to realize that the reflection happens after you hear these things that are... Um, it's almost like magic. So when you hear, when you know, when you listen to especially your music, um, to have that passion after listening to it to want to reflect, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what's really important in music um, is to give that time of reflection and a moment of like, what just happened? Um, how does that play an effect on, on me? And I think that's when you know you're really truly making good music. So. Like I said, it's a blessing to be in the room with both of you and, and know that, you know, you're, you're about to bless so many other people besides just us few in this room, you know, by going, yeah, which is going to be cool. We're going to play some of your music um, and, you know, you're going to be introducing some of your, your new stuff, which is awesome. But I, I'm just so psyched for, for everybody else to, to hear all what's going on. So thank you, man. So with that, let's have uh, Defi introduce this track. Okay, the first song you're about to hear is uh, an untitled track. It's coming up off of my upcoming album. should be released within a few months. This song is featuring Rashan Ahmad of Crown City Rockers. He's also um, living yeah. here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So we're very blessed to have him here in our home state. And the beat is produced by Percy Wells. He's also from Santa Fe, um, first name Jerome. And he lives in Albuquerque now, so this is a Santa Fe Albuquerque ship rock collaboration. Then I leave it. Woke up to blessings that have set me free. It was a dream for young death to be a fresh MC. Never stop rhyming, guess it was destiny. Climbing to my private, haven't yet met my beat. Never left our scene, forever rep my team. Try to catch my lead, I reassess my speed. Uh, protect your neck, don't neglect your seeds. Trying to book shows overseas and stretch my reach. Won't go any lower, promoters accept my fees. Then bounce like a check after I collect my cream. Gotta respect that grind, haven't slept for weeks. Gotta earn my shine, no time to catch those seeds. I used to smoke tree and drink excessively. Respect our ancestors, may they rest in peace. Master ceremonies at the podium, I address my speech. Hit the linoleum and flex on beat, let's eat. Next on deck, had to wet my feet. Now knee deep in lyrics, catch wreck for free. Uh. When it's on, it's on. Gotta rock a song with Rashawn Ahmad. It's that nonchalant phenomenon. Got the armor on. Calling the block shots like a mod Rashad. Rock a slow flow. Hungry or fast like Ramadan. Won't respond to drama or topics you comment on. Straight from a comic book, but not from Comic Con. From the era when Tupac and Biggie got alive. Popping lock to that hip hop and keep rocking on. Won't stop when we're on the job. Never falling off. We ride along that hip hop that you thought was gone. Touring in these vans that we rented from the soccer moms not a boss but set up shop like mom and pops we wake up those who slept and kept nodding off do you want good fortune or scorching the lava drops the cocktail molotov or mazel top ain't nobody make it through the fire like shaka khan they try to put me on their squad i nearly got involved but they ain't really running nothing they just try to learn come on yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm breathing, achieving, and bleeding freedom. I'm opposite of thieving heathens in this season of deceiving. I'ma keep believing. Morning, afternoon, and evening is feeling over the ceiling. Cause it's time to start the healing. It's power. Me and Death Eye standing in sun showers. Watching sky paint glory, oratorious flowers. In the concrete beauty, I'm skyscrapers, the mesas. Joy, beauty, humility, and ciphers with the haters. Whatever. Chakras align with something much better than choppers. Punchline, bow strippers, chatters, my letters. To words, words, sentences, finishes, rhythm. Seekers hearing the codes. Sages seeing the vision. This is truly living. 96, Jordan and Pippin. My philosophies, I gotta see what's absent in the prism of light. My desire is sin. Take flight, take care of fam. Spread love, love, and rock mics. It's the soul pusher with purpose, passion, and wisdom. Let's mend the broken spirits and let's unify divisions. Let's go. Then I'll leave it alone. Yeah, you just heard the new untitled track featuring Bashan Ahmad by myself, Defy, and beat produced by Percy Wells. Hope you guys enjoyed that joint. It's coming out soon with uh, a whole wide range of songs I got coming up soon. So there's at least like 14 uh, songs that I'm going to drop on this new album. Still thinking about the album title. But the the good news is that like the whole album is done recording-wise. So it's getting mixed in and um looking forward to it uh if you've noticed for the rappers and mcs out there who were tuned in each of those 16s that i dropped are all in the same rhyme scheme so i didn't switch yeah. that up and rashawn's verse is really dope i was really thankful that he recorded that and got back so quick um uh, being Let's that go. he was on tour yeah in europe he was he did that verse out in europe and then sent it back so it's kind of cool in this day of asia you can collaborate with some of your friends that are overseas doing their their job on tour and you're like yo so he just dropped that right. out from france and sent it back to me like the, the next email. day i'm like oh that's what's up man thank you rashawn and rashawn is a great dude for those who um haven't got a chance to see him perform live go check out rashawn Ahmad. yeah see him live he's really dope live and he's a great artist on record um i've, I've been a fan of his since I think maybe like 2004, something like that, at least over 10 years. So um, the, the work he's put in out in the Bay Area worldwide and with his band that he was um, working with uh, for the beginning parts of, from as far as I've known, I think they used to be they used to be going by The Mission. I'm not too sure. I think that was their original name. And then they, they became the Crown City Rockers. And I love Crown City Rockers. Um, he's got this one b-boy joint that is like it, every time I hear it, it it gets it just makes me want to jump up and down. And every time I see him perform, it's it's just it's a it's a dope blessing to see him rock because he's one of the dopest MCs I think out there live. He's got his sets down. Plus he could DJ, and he's he's got a set down. If you ever see him live, he um, I toured with him like maybe two years ago, and he just has his set on one track so all you do is just hit play and that's it there's no stops because he knows all the stops the breaks and certain parts where he'll do uh like routines or right. um it's, it's, he's just well coordinated all around and just a good dude man so big up to rashawn ahmad thanks yeah, to him yeah. for uh that's, being on that record that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. right man you know and that's what's crazy listening to this song the uh, first time I, I think we've listened to this this is a brand new song so it's cool that you could do that via email content you know we can all collab that way i think that we should be doing that a lot more um you know working with each other promoting each other because this is this is a this is awesome to hear both y'all and both your styles um which kind of like 
music leads me, you know, both of you guys are poets. Um, I, you know, I consider you a poet. Uh, I consider you a musician, but I also consider you an artist. But more importantly, you're also you're a server to the to hip hop. You're a protector and you're a guardian. Um, and I mean, I want you kind of like maybe explain that a little bit more because I feel like that's that's who you are as a, as an artist and and the ideas that you're you're creating pertain to that certain that name. You know, you're a soldier. What, how does that resonate with you as an artist? Um, I love hip hop so much, and I feel like hip hop kind of basic. Well, it did save my life. If I didn't have uh, the culture as a positive outlet, and um, I probably wouldn't be here for real. And I got immersed into hip hop when I was a very young age, thankfully. And when I was going through, um, you know, the growing pains as a teenager, being out here in New Mexico, you deal with a lot of, you know, poverty. Uh, alcoholism just hanging around the wrong people could take you to places where you shouldn't end up but um hip-hop was definitely i felt like it almost found us in a way because out here in the desert there's not really much hip-hop as there is in the east or west coast but the good thing about hip-hop out here that i've noticed from other places it seems kind of untampered in certain ways where it's kind of not um um completely taken over by corporations and stuff so right. you have like just the raw essence of hip-hop certain places where you go out in the middle of nowhere and you, you find a b-boy jam even on the reservation and you'll be like super inspired because you just see these people who have really not much material uh wealth but like the the culture and the richness of their spirit shows through their dancing their their um skills right. on the mic or doing some beautiful artwork or even djing and and so that's I got inspired from the b-boy culture at the beginning and so that's that's why I take the whole culture a lot more um, I take it in a lot because um, you know a lot of times there's a misconception between rap being hip-hop but there's like a lot more to hip-hop than just the rap element of it and so being around the b-boys and b-girls at a young age going to jams all the time and seeing how it all connects together was like really influential for me to um, just becoming more influenced by the culture and a part of it so i guess being like a defender of hip-hop is it rings bells because i love it so much and um i think i read from like one of krs one's books or something the temple of hip-hop or it was like the gospel of hip-hop have you you seen that book or read it there's a little part in there that kind of resonated with me and it talks about like it talks about like hip-hop practitioners having like a keeping their mops ready you know what i mean because yeah, like you gotta like right. kind of keep the floors clean and if you know the, a lot of this uh uh today's rap is cool but like i mean it i'm not really with the mumble rap stuff so like nah, I feel like I'm, I'm more i just grew up off of just rappers really doing their best to make sure that every word is clear and they're not so their message gets carried across and so um i, I started listening to other interviews about the newer artists and um, even the like pioneers of hip hop, and then I, I heard something where they're saying like, you know, they maybe there should even be a, it's put into its own genre. So like these artists that are new aren't competing with the pioneers in like in being all encompassed under hip hop because that might not be hip hop. What they're doing, it's like it could be its own genre. Maybe mumble rap could be fitted into its own category. So you're, they're not winning awards that other artists that are working super hard for don't get a chance to get just because of popularity or I don't know it just it's the new craze and stuff so but not following that trend is um kind of like 
it helps out too but i mean shoot shout out to everybody doing their thing though it's all good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not to take away True. from the new artists at all but it's True. cool get get and, theirs and everything and i was just you know i didn't mean to interject earlier but this is a part of your culture as well right this is a, yeah I mean, this whole all these elements and and dance and art and you, this you are you've been around all of it for your whole entire life but you come from what tribe we get your um i'm part of the Diné nation so that's okay. um yeah like when you're saying it's, it's like the hip-hop culture resonates a lot with Diné culture too because there's similarities within it um like i was talking about the number four you know good things come in number fours yeah. we as Diné people like we believe we're protected our, our place where we like emerged from is surrounded by four sacred mountains and so in hip-hop you have four sacred elements and as Diné people, we have four clans. We um, we all know, as just anybody knows, that there's four seasons. Um, as indigenous people, there's like four sacred herbs too that we um, kind of revere, and that's like sage, cedar, tobacco, and the other one's sweetgrass. Mm -hmm. So there's all these, um, there's four stages of life too. So like, you know, birth, youth, adulthood, and you know, eventually, you know, what we, we all have our time that we go, so. The, the, the number four resonated with me and so I was like wow hip hop it, it, it also appreciates and respects the number four in that way because there's four elements and um, when we rap in over beats too it's a 4-4 four, four time measure so you can, it's, um, it, it kind of just related with me and it was one thing that stood out when I was a kid that I was able to relate to and be like hey this is something that I could relate with because I was born in Albuquerque wasn't necessarily traditionally raised in certain ways and then I moved out to the res people looked at me like yo you um you're not really traditional as we are so you're kind of like that urban native kid you know what I mean yeah. so like I was so I had to find a way to fit into something and hip-hop was just like as soon as I've seen it happen I was like wow this is something special here and, and that's what's really special i think about this song too because all these elements are being produced with all this so um word word about it big big respect for what you're doing man i, Thanks, I really man. appreciate what you're doing and uh just happy to be you know to see this all happen in front of our eyes thank you man likewise i'm happy to be here with y'all too and also inspired by you by all three of you too so you guys keep it up Thanks, man. Well, I think um, if we can, if we could get you, man. I think we should treat this audience with a little uh, spit, if you wouldn't mind. A little spit? Okay. Yeah. 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 I could do a little something. Cool. That's true. Yeah, Absolutely, man. All right, I'll do, Absolutely. Do a couple bars right here. Check it out. All right. Five. Hit him with the rhythm, spit it vivid so they get it. Listen, written what I'm living, hit it within a minute, admit it, submit it for digits. Other critics did it, admit it, will end it to win it, fitted, originally riveted, hit it. Sober was sitting faded, the flow was a liquidated. Oh, should you know what's articulated, but open and ventilated, motion manipulated, potion potent and innovative. Adults will get you wasted, your focus is penetrated. Back while I never left, catching my second breath. Each track to treasure chest, rap couldn't let it rest. Fully stack headed west, sharp as an axe that'll set a flesh, hacking through head and chest, forever fresh. Okay. Oh, Ooh. oh, okay. oh. Hey. Well, yeah, something's like, hey, man. Up. Appreciate you, dude. Appreciate oh. it. Hey, don't burn down the rah rah room. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Thanks, man. Cold, man. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it. Ridiculous. Man. All right. That's amazing. Thanks, man. All right. Well, that was awesome. Thank you for blessing. Let's, thank you. All. Let's shift the focus to Megan over here. I want to I wanna hear. hear hear more about you and your craft okay um you know i guess uh whew, sorry I'm, my heart's still pumping from mine that too verse. actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take a minute yeah, <laughs> <Appreciate> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I'm glad oh, you man. said that because I was like, damn. <sighs> okay, catching my breath. Yeah, do you want to play one of my songs? That was um, Every Day, uh, produced by Riddler. Uh, I released that one a couple years ago. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so your style is is definitely something that you don't hear every day, especially at a hip-hop show. Yeah. So uh, one of my questions is, you know, when I first heard you, is is what got you... And I guess being an artist myself that came from a different place with hip hop originally, I had a band and I was a songwriter who started rapping for, for like, as a, took it as like trying a different genre mm-hmm. as opposed to understanding the full culture, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a different angle. And I was always trying to figure out where I fit in with hip hop. And so I thought it was cool to hear. And you're you're not just like surviving in the game here. You're thriving in this hip hop world. Thank you. And so 
yeah, maybe just talk a little bit about that. Uh, well, I definitely have an interesting relationship with hip hop because my introduction to it was Riddler, um, who has been my main producer. And, um, you know, he's old school, Project Blow, West Coast, um, really dope rapper, rhymer, and, um, you know, really one of the pioneers of like West Coast hip hop scene, you know, there with the Good Life Project and everything. Um, and, you know, I think he, he saw in me like what was possible before I really even had like the ambition to put myself in this world. Um, and he gave me, you know, all the tools that I needed to really grow as an artist and find myself, you know, and um, really like his beats are like the reason I started making music. Um, I, I, I like considered myself a writer, you know, um, a free verse writer is what I, the style that I called it um, before I started with music um, and actually have used a lot of that library, you know, in my writings and in my, in my songs. Um, you guys were talking about that earlier about writing methods and everything right, um, right. and I definitely have like a large library when I started making music I already had like a vast library of mm-hmm. things to, you know words and concepts and feelings to pull from um, so when I started making music I actually was able to put out a lot quickly because one I had access to beats and then two I had access to you know, a lot of writing that I'd already done, um, you know, and putting that together. Right on. I noticed like, um, and you mentioned earlier that also you're uh, a dancer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you evolve or not evolve, but incorporate that into your performances or when you're singing, I mean, does that have any sort of lyric inspiration or I don't know, talk a little bit about that. I mean, I definitely think the way that I feel the music affects the way that I, what I write. Right. You know, um, I definitely go into songs with, um, if it's not something I've already heard in my mind, you know, as something that's like, hey, (laughs) this is something you need to say. Um, And I have a beat that I'm wanting to put words to, kind of the the root of where I, I start from is like, you know, what do I really want to say? Mm-hmm. You know, if this is something I'm going to be repeating in front of many people many times and putting out there in the world, like, what is it that I really want to say? Right, mm-hmm. right. Do you um, do you consider, I don't know, the feeling that you get to dictate, like, the song that you write um, based on the beat that you're listening to? And does that change? I mean, just because you are inspired by a certain beat or instrument, does it mean that you necessarily stick with that, even though that that's what you wrote the song to? Does that make sense? Or do you change? Does I mean? Um, no, I definitely am willing to move things around. Okay. Yeah. So I have written thing. I have written lyrics for one song, you know, to a beat, and then for whatever reason, that didn't come in you know into completion and so I would take those that writing and those lyrics and put it to another beat 
Right on, yeah. right on. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Because <laughs> it seems like there's a structure, like a cool, like some particular structure you, you went about this song. And I mean, how did you go about that? Uh, yeah, so I think a few of my songs in my whole library have a chorus. Mm -hmm. But in general, I do not use choruses or a song structure in general. Cool. Um, I tend to just write off of the beat. Um, and how, you know, how that's making me feel. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll just, like, leave some space, let the beat, you know, play out, you know, and then start again in a totally different way, you know? Um, a lot of times I feel like my writing is a little bit storyteller-ish. Yeah. Um, where it's like, it's, it's like a whole, you get a whole picture by the end of it, kind of like what you were just saying, um, as opposed to like this verse, that verse, and this verse, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really have like rules that I follow as far as I have to do it this way. Um, I, I really go about it on feeling, you know, for the most part. Yeah. yeah, so my- You can hear it in the music yeah and I, I would say you know my experience as a dancer like that affects you know again like the way I hear the music the way I'm listening to it the way my body is processing it um well, in your videos your videos are a good example you know they're all very artsy I guess you could say <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah there's a lot of effort into the image like mm -hmm. a lot of hip hop videos you just kind of stand in front of something cool and rap and then you stand something in front of something else cool and rap and, <laughs> but like yours are more it's real melodic fluid and more you know but it's all flow that's what's cool it's like real poetic in a way that it seems like you wrote these things out and then like like the placement of certain things they were placed in particular ways it seems like they were really refreshing so thank you yeah it was cool to hear thank, thank you. you i'm i'm curious if do you do you find it easier to reach your audience when they listen to your song or if you actually attach it with a video and put the visual experience behind it as well um i don't know about video just because i'm it's abstract you know but audience definitely a lot of times people will be like yeah I checked you out it was you know it was good and then when I saw you I was like oh okay I get it you know like just yeah the getting the visual experience you know experience with the, the music kind of brought it to a whole different you know place and like it almost authenticated you to some degree is that what you're saying um Authenticated. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like you were trying to say it made the package complete, or or just the the way they understood the music was different okay. somehow because okay. of the personal experience. I don't know. You were almost talking about that earlier, right? That like you you weren't sure what to expect. Yeah, when and I then when, when you I, saw me, I got that show to open for you when you were on tour at the Underground, and. Dylan, Dylan Wolfman, he's like, yeah, yeah, Megan, okay, you should check her out. She's dope, you know, she, like, sings and stuff. Like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it wasn't, like, a good enough description for me. Nothing is. You can never describe <laughs> art. But I knew, like, I was like, well, does she rhyme or, like, 
is it like R and B? Like I don't know. I, ha- yeah. I didn't have an idea. And then I saw you perform. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. The beats <laughs> so are hard. And yeah. Right there. Like, that's it. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. You just said that. <laughs> I was just going through my own process. I got it. But, because uh, people say that, like, oh, okay, okay. You know, because it is different. You know, uh, the, I think the. I call it trip hop, you know, because it's the most um, easily identifiable genre to what I'm doing. Um, uh, I don't know that I was necessarily inspired by trip hop. And then I was like, oh, I want to make music like that. It was more like that's what came out of me. And then people would be like, oh, what do I call it? you, you kind of sound like this. You kind of sound like that, you know, so I'd check things out and stuff. And I was like, well, it's definitely the closest thing is is trip hop you know i mean it does it has hip-hop roots for sure you know it has those hip hop. and just in the dna of of the story and the history and the person who brought you on is is a legend there and you're you're you know he's like your mentor and i mean i he definitely affected even the way i write you know i mean the way he uses his words like writing the beat and the rhythms and i mean i spent years you know, working with him. And so, of course, he affected the way I deliver, you know, and perform and, and you know, hear the music, you know. I mean, we talked about that stuff all the time, just naturally, you know, right. as we're recording and listening to music and beats. Um, he and I worked on actually this project. Um, it's not online anymore, but... Uh, where uh, we took tango, old school tango music, and he um, remixed it with hip hop beats, you know. And we That's spent awesome. time, you know, working on that. And you know, so of course there's, there was a lot of like discussion about like the flow and the feel, and because he didn't know about tango and the the way that dancers think and feel about it, you know. And so I would bring that aspect into it, and you know, and he'd mix that with his understanding you know and it was like a really interesting project and you know I learned a lot from him just on what he was willing to work with me you know on that's things. so great yeah. Oh, yeah that's that's like every every time you work with someone every time you do you know I feel like now like if someone calls me with some crazy idea and they're like you should meet with me and talk about this music idea sometimes I'm like I don't know but now I'm just like just go because no matter what something will be born from that or at least a door opens that may or may not at least the door is there if you go and if you don't show up you know so it's all kind of works together so that's really cool the evolution of your work in in Austin you know, um, there's like every kind of music happening in Austin daily. Um, you know, it's there's just like so much going on there. Um, and the hip hop scene didn't really like start out like embracing me, you know, as an artist. They definitely were kind of like, you know, giving me the side eye a little bit. <laughs> like, um, and it wasn't until I started touring and going out and about that. The hip hop communities like totally embraced me everywhere I went, you know, just gave me like so much love, so much support. The audiences were like just receptive producers, you know, offering to share beats. I mean, booking shows. Everyone's been like, yeah, whatever you need, like anything, you know, like just the support. And the family love is just like immense, you know. So like my love for hip hop is like 
it's just it's so experiential it's you know it's, it's actual the, the collaborative. Like, yeah it's changed my life and um in um the the different um <laughs> I lost my train of thought <laughs> no worries, no worries. <laughs> yeah we're talking about how much we love hip hop dancing i mean all that is collaborative you know yeah all that stuff applies um, well, I guess you were just talking about... I was about, talking about just, like, how the hip-hop community, you know, how hip-hop has, like, come into my life and... Um, and how you felt like an outsider and how you kind of became accepted. Yeah, totally. And, like, even though, um, you like, I pushed... took yourself seriously and then it took you seriously. Yeah, no, that's, that's for sure. That's what that sounded like but to me. Right I th- okay, I, where I was going with it is genre-wise, like, even though it's not traditional hip-hop and it's it's not what you know the norm and it is something new but the hip-hop audiences have um, embraced it and more so than other audiences that I've been in front of because I have like I've done all sorts of shows with you know different lineups and I've worked with all sorts of different live musicians and stuff that was one thing I did when I was in Austin because they're just like everywhere (laughs) there's so many musicians but um I've heard that Austin's like the land of the musicians place to I don't know launch from it is um I mean it's there's a lot of opportunity in Austin like that's what it has to offer so if you're willing to take advantage of it like you can do anything as far as collaborating and find you know finding people to help support your ideas um but you have to leave there to really I think find appreciation as an artist because right. it's so oversaturated. You gotta take yourself out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to succeed. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're gonna have Megan Oke do a live something. <laughs> a little something, something. Step into this ring with me, bring it, deliverance, answer to the chance. Directed and dreamt up from the past, given like it was the last. Would could that follow and make me a slave at the arms of the fallen when told to behave? It's not like the capture, but here comes the crave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> That's one thing I want to make sure is said on this podcast. Um, so I'm going to say right now is your style is hypnotic. If there's like a word, hypnotic. <laughs> Thank you. There's a lot more to it, but that like, and that has to do with your dance and all that other stuff we're talking about. It's all tying into who we are and how we make our art. So I said it. Well, that was a good description. <laughs> yes, it was. All right. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's been so good talking with you too. Um, but yeah, I think I want to kind of change the spotlight to both of you and your tour and just maybe uh, I want to play some more music and everything, but I want to maybe find find a landing spot with this. And you know, is there anything else you two want to say? Um, what do we miss? Yeah, catch us if you if you can. Catch us if you can on these dates. <laughs> you won't be disappointed with our live sets. Uh, Meganoki is very animated when she performs too. Like you were saying, she was a dancer. When I see her performing, she moves with the music too while she's singing. That's like a it's a huge um, positive quality, I guess, an attribute to her music because she's. You, I like her music 
on record but then seeing her live is really dope too people say that about me they're like your tracks are cool but like seeing you live is like where it's at and for us as artists on tour we try to bring that same energy that we that we give on tour and put it in a song on record and that's like a kind of one of the struggles too of being on tour is like how are you going to put all that energy back into the songs and execute it so like the people get the same effect that they get at your live show on record so that's what we strive for and we're out to get it so see how it goes yes please um come out and see us uh, it, we appreciate it it means so much to us um thanks so much for having us today as well you know appreciate the conversation and giving us an opportunity to you know let people learn more about us and hear our music so we really appreciate being part of the dit yeah rah rah room radio and we're very very honored to have you two in the house as well. Usually it's just me and all my friends talking about stuff. So you guys are our friends too, but you guys are really, really pushing it out there and push us to be better. So thanks for coming in. We we uh, respect and appreciate both of you very much. Okay, well, we thank everybody for tuning in. We're going to play this next song of mine. It's called Let It Drop. It's produced by the homie Dials. His name's Dials in Albuquerque. And it's off my new upcoming album, should be out very soon. So thank you for listening. Here it is. Feelings will go deep, it's killing them slowly. Had to reseal the reef, from the slowly. You're healing from the lonely village, chilling in cold breeze. Try to forget it all, but it's still in your dome peace. Low key, living just feeding my own needs. No need to give them the gold key. We go hard, building with the OGs, living with no seeds. We roll trees, my speedies, cold bars. Get back to them, epic, forbidden, but proceeds. Nah, I'm out here just fulfilling my own dreams. From DC to NY to OC, coast to coast, across oceans and both seas. Hitting them and giving them 16 like OZs. Flow free, can't hold me to slow speed. Mostly back to back, rapid fast, back to blast, stashed and racked up, ghostly. Peace to the Hopi people at the Pueblo Living in Adobe, the home is holy The home is noble, throw a show overload And donate the proceeds, fit it so vivid over an instrumental low Intricate rhythms within the middle of a flow Paradiddle in the middle, little did you know We finish within a minute and not a minute more Shred it, up it, chop, edit, let it drop Let it go, yo, never gonna stop Press it on, forever, roll, roll Connected dots, set up shop We are never close, flow, over, metric, nose, go Break in Mexico, set the Set up a slow and in from the head to the toe. Headed home, kettle high, the metal pie set to blow. I'm digging in the crates with the brakes in the treasure trove. Rob, fresh, pedal, dough, digest some edibles. Hot off the medical. Anticipated, but you waited for the drum roll. Never came with a frame, but painted it with love, though. You can tell by the spraying way of the brush rope. Always giving thanks and praises to the utmost. Made it across state, carried weight by the truck load. No straightaways when you're taking the rough road. Don't want to trust that the desert dust, cause it's cutthroat. Those who having the most fun rush to the front row. Some people are sleeping, I wonder who's. Leaving. I hear cries outside, somebody's weeping Trying not to drown, but they flooded the deep end Trying to find a place to sleep cause somebody's dreaming Why am I here? Give me a couple of reasons As I wipe off the blood from my cuts of my lesions From the love of the summer, then it come to pieces Hearts turn cold like as it comes with the season Shred it, up it, chop, edit, let it drop Let it go, yo, never gonna stop Press it on, forever, roll, roll Connected dots, set up shop We are never close, flow, over, metric, nose, go Break, New Mexico, back now in the last album bangs A lot of cats are Rap now, tracks sound the same. I'm not gonna act proud and fast out the name. Yeah, we stand out, but I'm not out for fame. Let's drown the game, let it pass down the drain. All I need is a lethal DJ like House of Pain. You can't douse my flame, the freestyle's insane. Off the top, like a falcon out of mountain range. You can't doubt my rain. Yeah, I'll play the background, but won't fade the black. Now I'm out the cage. Make my brain, that the rain And it fade away, day to day. All my 
Paper chase, base from the 808. On my way from the bait to a lake. Then I'm changing lane. 505, state to state. Break away from a rainy day. Yeah, some slave away, trying to get paid off wage minutes. The way that they did it, spit flame and make digits. Ain't this ain't visit, we're making wave rhythms. Great ain't written that the shape take vision. Break away from this fake system. Remain in the race while I'm driven. Shred it, up it, chop, edit, let it drop, let it go, yo, never gotta stop, press it on, forever roll, roll, connected dots, set up shop, we are never close, flow, over, metric, nose, go, break, Mexico. Okay, uh, so now we're going to play Scrapyard. It's one of my newest releases with uh, producer DJ Hanzarelli out of Phoenix. Um, so check it out. Bound fate to the story I 
For all 
thousand words that happened between the fortress The other kingdom surrounding Commanding the pack, uplifting higher all that will From this crack that moves through bones and conquers demons And here it is